up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And on this Monday morning, Michelle, today's episode of The Huddle is brought to you by and sponsored by South Beach of Miami, Florida, which is where I am calling in from. Good morning. Good fucking morning. Good morning. I just love how we flip-flop places. I mean, I was I was down in Miami only a mere month or so ago, so I'm glad you're getting to enjoy some beach vibes. Thank you so much. It is, if you cannot tell by the raspiness of my voice <laughs> and just the general audio quality here, tough being on the road. You know, it's been a couple of long days, um, but there is nothing better than the beachy weather of Miami to kick off any week. And so for anyone listening and for you, Michelle, I hope you're having a good start to this week. I hope you are. It's May. It's May. I feel like I should do the Justin Timberlake, it's going to be May. But <laughs> there you go. There, that's as, that's as much as I'm going to get into it. But it is May, and that's insane. Yeah. Time, time continues to march on. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm particularly feeling it this morning. Like I said, Miami is beautiful. It actually reminds me a bit too, for whatever reason, it felt like a really good place. I, I was here for the NFL draft also, which I know we're going to talk about a little later this week, but yep. also in some of these headlines, this kind of like, it almost feels a little Vegasy, like with the nightlife right. and the heat. And so I'm also feeling that it's like a good headspace for draft queens this week. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. It's actually very funny speaking of the draft, because as you mentioned, we'll we'll get into that a little bit in our headlines. But it, I, I funnily enough got like an email yesterday when the draft was happening from Yahoo Fantasy Football being mm. like, all right, while the draft is on your mind, get ready for fantasy. And I was like, OK, first of all, I really appreciate the enthusiasm, but also it's a little bit early for you to be telling me to set up a fantasy yes. football league. <laughs> like, I got the same I, email. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we all did. I'm sure 90% of people listening right now got that. And it, it look, it made me chuckle. It made me smile. I was like, good on you. But also, pump the brakes a little bit. We're not ready to make a fantasy team. No, I really, although I will say, silver lining of that, even though I was like, this is ludicrous. It is May. And why <laughs> is this email going out? Um, there was the small part of my draft queen soul that is so excited to get back into fantasy football. And now that it's we're true. through the draft and now that we have some insane headlines today to cover in it's terms true. of the draft and just across the board, we've got a lot to talk about this week, Michelle. We do. I think you should uh, set us up on your timer, which, oh, well, let's see. You're on the road. So do you have a timer or do you need me to take control of this? Mm. If it's, you know, if it's not putting you on the spot here, I, I think it would benefit everyone if my janky recording setup and timer setup was transferred to you. Everybody knows that Kate loves a good timer, and I know this I makes do. her really sad that I am going to take it away from her, but you know what? Desperate no, times. No, it's for the good of the show. It's for the good of the show. Desperate times call for desperate measures, and I now have 60 seconds on my timer, so I'll count you down to go first. Oh my God, what a treat. Please count me down and I will take the first headline. <laughs> okay. In three, two, huddle. <laughs> the Utah Jazz's assistant coach and ex-NBPA VP Kayan Dooling was arrested in a fraud case. Trayvon Walker, Adrian Hutchinson, and De De woo, Derek Stingle <laughs> Stingley Jr. round out this year's top three NFL draft picks. 
Renowned football agent Nino Riola posted on Twitter on Thursday that he was angry amid a flurry of reports that had claimed that he died. The Arizona Cardinals pick up Car uh, Kyler Murray's fifth-year option, and now he's under contract through 2023. The Jacksonville Jaguars has reached a $3 million contract extension for left tackle Cam Robinson worth $54 million. The New York Yankees' Giancarlo Stanton hits his 350th career home run in the win over the Orioles. And in more Orioles news, left-handed pitcher John Means undergoes a successful Tommy John surgery. Five seconds, Michelle. The, the Portland Timbers and Thorns join forces to play a charity game for Ukraine, raising $500,000. <gasps> bah, bah, oh, you... Mine's so lovely. <laughs> it's not... Wow, that's a great little timer. Oh, oh look at that. Um, first of all, neither one of us can read. Really took us about three headlines to get our <laughs> shit together today. Wow. Not good. Not good. Not good. Good. Didn't work out good. well for him, Cotton. No. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, but here's here's the thing. We didn't get to the ninth headline, and you need to read it because it's really important and actually goes 100% backwards from a headline that we read last week. Ugh. What happened here? Um... So we're going to, we are going to talk about this headline and a couple of other of these like in depth on Wednesday for um, drafts on drafts. But this final headline was probably the most shocking thing of my week, which is that the Philadelphia Eagles acquire star wide receiver AJ Brown in a shocking blockbuster trade with the Tennessee Titans. So my God, my God. So we literally last week, read a headline and talked about the Titans GM giving an answer of no when mm -hmm. asked if they will trade A.J. Brown. And thus, here we are a mere week later, and he is an eagle. Not great. Really, really shocking. And I think, I and mean. And the Eagles? Really, really, really shocking. But it seems to me that it's like a... It's a money thing. Like this I mean, is you got a big industry. Yeah, you got a you got a big payday. Uh, didn't you say that he had been tweeting some stuff about potentially like, or he he unfollowed the Titans? So there clearly was a want and a desire for him to leave. I'm very interested in the Philadelphia Eagles play. I I, ugh, I don't know, but I I don't know either. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you're right that he removed the Titans from his bio. And so even reading into those small things, sometimes I'm like, oh, this is absurd. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, there is trouble in paradise. Yeah, here. yeah. Well, this one's, this one's an interesting one. It's, it's, we've talked about a lot of huge trades and, and free agency signings. You know, this one's coming pretty like late, late onset. Uh, yes, and late it, onset. I mean, great for the Eagles. Hell of a pickup, you know? Like, maybe this helps Jalen Hurts out. Well, it, it definitely helps Jalen Hurts out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it, but I think that the Eagles are still in a bit of a rebuilding, and maybe this is one of the biggest pillars that they could acquire to, to help that. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, as much as I also want to give my opinion on this, I, I am much more curious for yours because I feel like I'm just emotionally exhausted from hearing people blow up my phone about A.J. Brown. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we've said this all the time. Like, we love the Titans. We don't love Ryan Tannehill. And if you don't love or trust your quarterback as a wide receiver, that's not going to help you in the long term. So yeah. perhaps he sees a little more flair and a little bit more, uh, you know, potential and opportunity. Also, the dollar signs. Let's be serious. He signed uh -huh, a huge uh -huh. contract. So we'd be remiss to pretend this was not about 
money in one way, shape, or form, but yeah. maybe he just sees some more promise and excitement in playing with someone like Jalen Brown and if, uh, sorry, Jalen Hurts. And if that's what you're, you know, if you're a wide receiver and that's mm-hmm. the guy you want, you know, at the helm for you, then that's why you make that decision as well. Yeah. Well, all respect and love for that guy. I still love AJ Brown very deeply. Uh, I'm also kind of wishing that this was a dream, um, but there, <laughs> there's been some other late onset moves that are happening um, in more in happier news, at least for the Cardinals. Um, they just picked up or renewed Kyler Murray's uh, contract for their fifth year option. Yep. So he'll be with the team through next season or into next season. Yeah. So everybody's been sort of holding their breath, waiting for that to happen. So glad to see that Kyler is staying put and also uh, has picked up Hollywood Brown from the yes. Ravens, yes. which I think sends his stock through the roof. You know, he he's had two really strong seasons for the Ravens with a quarterback that arguably doesn't really throw the ball very much in Lamar Jackson. So I really like uh, this pickup for uh, the Cardinals. Uh, I, I like it for um, I like it for Hollywood. I like it mm-hmm. for Kyler. I mean, it's just making the Cardinals stronger and stronger. We thought they would be better than they were last year, but I think this is going to really like round them out. You know, they went all in on James Conner. Now they've got Hollywood Brown coming in. Kyler's locked and loaded. So, uh, you know, they re-signed Zach Ertz. I... I'm really liking the way the Cardinals are uh, are shaping up for for this season. Yeah, yeah, I think Lamar have... Jackson though is very pissed to be losing Hollywood Brown. I saw those headlines. I guess you know we can't cover every headline in the world, but I did see those headlines too. I wouldn't blame him because the Raven stock is going down, Cardinal stock is going up, the Jaguar stock is kind of like sitting somewhere in the middle, where I feel like they can swing up or down. But I do like some of these off-season pickups. Um, I like that they extended their left tackle, Cam Robinson's uh, contract for 54 mil. Um, baby steps with that organization. Baby steps. Yeah. Hey, look, look. And that's a great segue into the fact that they had the number one pick in the draft. They, cho- they took Trayvon Walker from Georgia, who's a defensive mm. end. It's, it's little by – look, they had the number one pick last year too, and they went – offense and they got a quarterback and now they're trying to build you know their defense like there's they had a lot of pieces that weren't working and so little by little they're getting there they're keeping the folks they need they're they're bringing on the new folks um you know hey two back-to-back years with a number one draft pick is a good thing if you make the right decision but it also means your team's still kind of shitty that's why you're number one Mm so We'll get more into uh, the draft and uh, all of the picks and what it means. We'll we'll give our two cents on you know how we think everything panned out uh, on Wednesday's episode of Drafts on Drafts. But congratulations to the Jaguars and Trayvon Walker being the number one pick this year. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get into that, but we don't want to spoil too much. Um, there is one wacky football-related headline <laughs> in here that I would just like to touch on very briefly. Yeah. Um, this one took me by true surprise as I was reading it and it was coming out of my mouth. Um, that headline is uh, renowned football agent Mino Rayola posted on Twitter last week that he was very angry, understandably, because people were claiming that he was dead. I so... just thought this was so strange. Like, How strange? Why, why on earth is this even happening? 
he so apparently and I, again I'm familiarizing myself because I, I didn't know yeah. it just, the headline was just so bizarre and out there that I couldn't <laughs> not include it but apparently he's one of the most well-renowned agents in football aka soccer different than the football we've been talking about uh-huh. um and like he saw a post that allegedly said that he was dead I'd it, like, I just don't even understand. Like, why would someone think that this is a good idea to, to, to post something like that? I don't understand. Well, it's, it's even weirder because, so I'm reading a Sports Illustrated article about this. And apparently, immediately, so this, this guy is, uh, I guess he's associated with Real Madrid. And even the news apparently went viral. And even Real Madrid, the football club, tweeted condolences to his family what yeah this is, this is so bizarre this is like fake news at its freaking finest it's the most fake news yeah and they had said that this guy rayola um who's 55 years old um that he had passed away last thursday in milan which is just straight up not true yeah. he tweeted back and clapped back to the whole internet and said Current health status for the ones wondering. Pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a great response. Now, I am reading a little further into this. It does seem like he does potentially have some health concerns, uh, hence maybe why some of these rumors started. But it's it's pretty aggressive to take a health concern or being in the hospital or surgery to fast forward to this guy's dead. Like, that. don't mess around with people's morality, like, on your Twitter account. (laughs) Yeah, we we gotta we gotta fact check those because that's Jesus. a really that's a big claim. As is again, like wild headlines today. The first headline that I had to read, which came out of my mouth, and I couldn't get through it. I was stumbling <laughs> around because I'm shocked that the Utah Jazz's assistant coach, Kayon Dooling, was arrested in a fraud case. Now, well, now Michelle, you know how I'm. You know how impactful and how viral fraud TV shows right now and fraud podcasts are. <laughs> everything, you know, this everything's is the kind, a fraud. <laughs> this is the kind of shit that I want to learn more about. This, Jerry Jones's secret life and daughter. <laughs> like, I want to do a full expose on people like Kayon Dooling, who is arrested in a fraud case. I got to get to the bottom of what happened here. So not only is he the current assistant coach for the Utah Jazz, he also was a NBA player in the past. I'm I'm literally reading about all of this right now, but as you said, mm-hmm. um, he was arrested Wednesday last week and added to a criminal case in which 18 former NBA players were charged with illegally pocketing millions of dollars by defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan. This is like the same thing we talked about about the NFL guys that were doing this. Yeah, didn't we just talk about this with like the commanders? Is that yes. not a thing? But it was with the but I think that was NFL. Oh so God. now I guess we're oh saying that God. this is the exact same situation but in the NBA. Guys, aren't you getting paid millions of dollars per year? Why are you defrauding your fucking welfare and health plan? Come on. <laughs> are you joking? This is like that's, absurd. That's something that absurd. somebody does that like doesn't make any money. Meanwhile, y'all are making millions of dollars a year to like play basketball. What are we doing? I don't know. This is an absurd headline and I am noticing a theme here between Ugh. you are exactly right. We have had this almost exact headline before for the NFL. 
we are just we're also scratching the surface at the embezzlement potential embezzlement case and money laundering for the Washington oh, Commanders. Like, geez. what are we doing, y'all? I come on. I mean, every headline that Kate and I read every week, and I know that it's not for every athlete, but like most of the headlines and most like we're talking about millions of dollars that millions. these athletes are making in a year to play a sport. Now, does that come with, you know, fears of getting hurt and things? Yes, I understand that it comes, you know, there there are there are risks that come at it. But like the average human being, you know, out there that's hustling and working all year round, we ain't making a million dollars a year, not even close to it. So why wow. are you, why are you making a million dollars a year and defrauding people? Like, yeah. If anyone needs to be a fraudster, it's us. It's us. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're just out here hustling for crying out loud. <laughs> well, there are some good people in this world, apparently. So oh, the one, perhaps the one, there's like, there's three good headlines we read. There's only three um, that are actual nice people. For example, the Portland Timbers uh, played a charity game raising yes. $500,000 for Ukraine. Very, very nice. Very, yeah, very let's nice. let's let's go in the right in the right direction here. Exactly. These are I believe these were two. So the Port- Portland Timbers um, are uh, a soccer team, and I believe that what the was the thorns. other thorns? I think yeah. they might. I think they're both. Yeah. Let's see. Portland are they both Portland teams? Are also a soccer team, professional women's soccer team. The Thorn is the That's women's soccer team. Yeah. I mean. Good on them, good on Portland, doing their part to raise half a million dollars for the disaster that is happening in Ukraine. That is you good know, news. For all the That's missteps, what these people yeah. should be using exactly. their platform and their money for, for crying out loud. Stop defrauding and putting it in your own pocket. If you're going to defraud, can you send it to Ukraine or something? Like, yeah. do something it, good. Even if they were like, you know, I sorry I embezzled that $420,000, <laughs> but like it all went to Ukraine. I think I would just be like, all right, okay. He tried. He tried. Yeah, at least you fucking tried. But no. Oh, um, so, goodness. yes, there are good people. I feel like just in general the soccer community has been really, really good lately. So, um, and some of the things that they've been, they've been doing. Um, also... A congratulations to end this huddle on a high note, but congratulations to John Means, who had a very successful Tommy John surgery on the Orioles. Love to hear that. And also John Carlos Stanton, who hit his 350th career home run. I mean, we love, we love Giancarlo. We love when that happens. Um, He, let's see, fastest to 350 home runs. So uh, Stanton reached this milestone in his 1300 or his 1,341st career game, making him the seventh mm. fastest to accomplish this feat. So he sits behind players like Mark McGuire, Juan Gonzalez, Alex Rodriguez, Albert Pujols, Babe Ruth. It's crazy. He's, yeah, he hit this milestone seventh fastest uh, to accomplish that feat. So good on him hitting those homers, buddy. Man, if anybody, if there's any one human in all of sports, who I wish was a football player and on the Titans, I would say it's John Carlos Stan. That man <laughs> you wish, is you. You wish he traded sports and and came to Tennessee, huh? He just looks like he would mutilate people, and he also looks like a Titan every time so, I see him. Can I ask you one more question that is not on the headlines, but I know that you were excited about it? You had posted. Mm. 
something, I, I think I'm correct, that Tennessee now has a new soccer club. Is this correct? And Derrick Henry is an investor <gasps> in it. Yes. I remember. I didn't. I didn't put the headline in here, frankly, because I. I think I didn't see it. But I remember you posting about it, so I didn't know if you wanted to chat about that real quick. Yeah. Um. They that that headline is exactly right. Uh, the Nashville Soccer Club is a new MLS team in Nashville. Um. They only were founded in 2020, so they're a fairly new team. And get this, one of the newest owners of the team is, in fact, Derrick Henry, the Titan. Um, But also, Reese Witherspoon. Okay, I thought I saw Reese Witherspoon post about it as well, and I thought it was the same thing. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon is also a co-owner with Derrick Henry of the Nashville Soccer Club. Wow. Yeah, Derrick Henry becomes minority owner of Major League Soccer's Neff. Okay, look at that. Super well, cool. I have a strange feeling that Kate's going to be wearing some sort of <laughs> Nashville soccer jersey very soon, ladies and gentlemen. So tune in because you'll see it very soon from her. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, um, I might need a new sport to root for pretty soon given this A.J. Brown headline uh, and his trade to the Eagles. But... Um, that is not the only very important draft day thing that has happened in the last week or so. So we have even more to talk about. I feel like we should dedicate all of Wednesday to talking about the NFL draft this year, kind of doing a retro, and then thinking about how this actually does start to play into some of our draft strategy for fantasy football. So I think we should do that this Wednesday, Michelle. What do you say? I I agree. And tune in Wednesday, Drafts on Drafts, where we'll unpack the draft.